three, two, one, let's go! It's so good to be back. It's so good to be back, and it's, I'm so happy to have you back listening to Mission Forge. This is where iron sharpens iron. I'm Bobby Jankovic. I am the broker of Remax Capital, and I would like to talk to you today about professional responsibility, a choice that we all face in real estate as licensees is whether or not we would like to join the Realtor Association, which is our essentially our professional organization, okay? Um, and it is optional. So l- let me dive into this a couple of ways. You know, um, not to get political, but it is in large part a lobby. And there are folks that don't like lobbies. And I think really what they don't like is perhaps a particular lobby and one that is effective um, because really all lobby is and lobby, not, not lobby where you go sit and wait, but lobby of the government is lobby is just a, an organized voice of people with similar interests. So what we have in our world of real estate is we have a group of people who are for the most part, highly effective individuals who work with people and care about people. And they tend to be very well organized and get stuff done. And so coming out of that is an interaction with the government. And so there you have lobby. These folks, myself, all of you in real estate, are part of a lobby if you are belonging to the National Association of Realtors. And so lobby is very healthy. Um, If you don't like a lobby, you join the opposite lobby, okay? Um, Because these folks will, through uh, an effective manner, get in touch with the people who are working in government and help them understand why they should make decisions a certain way, okay? Um, And it's all very well transparent and documented and recorded and available for everybody to look at, so it's not smarmy, all right? Ideas can be smarmy, um, and like I said, if you don't like ideas that are being lobbied, you join the opposite lobby and you support them. And yes, that sometimes means financial support, Other times it means donating your time. Okay, another way I would like to come at this is that I started by saying, as real estate practitioners, we have a choice. Okay, realtor is a choice. Real estate agent is also a choice. You become a licensee and you choose where you go. You choose where you hang your license. You choose a brokerage that may require you to become a member of the Realtor organization 
or you choose to become and hang your license, a member of a brokerage that does not force such a choice upon you. And and there are also brands that require realtor membership as well, my, my own included. Um, and what that brings to mind is, is okay, step aside a little bit. I live in a, a an association, a homeowners uh, neighborhood that has a voluntary homeowners association. And the situation is somewhat analog- analogous to um, the the discussion we're having today about realtor versus non-realtor. In my association, we are uh, blessed to have just wonderful, wonderful amenities. Uh, you know, very common, you'd see neighborhood has a playground, okay, or clubhouse, and we have these things, basketball court, tennis court. Um, now, for those of you that don't know First Colony, if you're out of the area, this is not a country club setting, okay? Um, the things I'm saying, you're going to picture like um, Miami Beach or something and all these really sharp people walking around with um, sweaters tied around their neck and uh, fancy glasses and really expensive um, handbags and fancy cars and yachts. Okay, That's not what I'm describing. This is everywhere America. This is um, working person's community. Um, we are blessed, but we've got these great amenities, and I'll continue them. We've got a clubhouse. We've got a pavilion. We've got a gazebo. We have a pool. We have a pool house. And we we are, part of our association is on the river, the James River. So we are blessed to have a little beach and a tiny little marina with some boats. Yes, there are some boats there. And um, we're also blessed with a lake, okay, and, and I probably left out a couple of our amenities, but we have a problem, and it's, I think it's a good problem, but we have a problem that it's a voluntary association, so only certain people join and support the association through their volunteer efforts and um, their financial contributions to the dues. Well, those that don't join, they get the benefit of those amenities. Now, they don't get to use the amenities, but when they sell their house, their house value gets the benefit of those. So they're getting financial reward based on our input. Okay, They're riding our coattails. And now some of them are doing it purposefully. And they're the ones that, you know, frankly, I don't want to have anything to do with you. I don't want to, I mean... I, I don't like that, and I don't like that about you. If you are purposefully not joining, but consciously using our efforts and financial, um, our financial input to, to better yourself. I don't think that's right, and I disagree with it. Others are just ignorant, and, and I mean that in a good way. They just don't know, okay? And they need to be educated, they're too busy doing other things, all right? And, and that's a whole different... That, that's really the group that I'm talking about. So come back over to real estate. The same sort of thing is going on with your realtor organization. It provides tremendous value. And I was, I was talking with somebody the other day, and it came to my attention that a lot of these, these agents, these new licensed agents are coming into the business, and they are not... 
they're not fully educated as to the options, you know? I've been to the real estate schools, and I have pitched my pitch to people learning and encourage them to join. And a lot of times that, that pitch only talks about the firm itself. We don't talk about realtor organizations. So I'm wondering how many of these real estate agents who have not joined realtor organization just don't know. They're, they're ignorant, and it doesn't mean they're stupid. That's not what I'm saying. They just haven't been given the opportunity to really understand the choice out there. Um, so like joining my homeowners association, a civic association, joining realtor organization, NAR costs dollars. Okay. These things don't come for free. So it's a professional decision. Now, is it a huge decision? It's not. It, and when, if you look at over the grand scheme of things, the cost of joining the association versus the value, it's actually a tremendous deal. So now I'd like to sort of turn the conversation into where the value lay. Where, do, where is the value of realtor organization? And there is, there's some frustration there because there are people out there who've been realtor, been members of the realtor organization and consciously dropped out because they've identified that those values can still be garnered as a real estate practitioner, just a straight licensee. And so they're riding on the coattails. And that bothers me, okay? I've got problem with that. Now, if you're out there and you just don't know, let's have a conversation and then let you make a decision. But if you're dipping out and then just know that by proxy you're going to get a lot of the value anyways, I've got a problem with that. Now, obviously, you get locked out of some of the value when you're not a member. But, for instance, going on right now is phenomenal work by all levels of our associations. When I say that, when you join Realtor, you're really joining three organizations. You're joining your local, you're joining your state, and you're joining national. And let's start at the national. That's probably the one that we have least... Um, we have the least, I don't want to say access, but we're most detached from as everyday practitioners. It's because it's, it's in Chicago and you're probably never, you might go, you might be one of the few that goes to the NAR conference every year, but probably not. If it's a numbers thing, there's very few people, um, actually end up going. But what they are doing now at the national level is so huge. And this is the case where all independent contractors are going to benefit. I mean, I'm talking about financial relief for real estate licensees, independent contractors whose business gets crushed by what's going on right now. Can you imagine that? That's never happened before. And who do you think is making that happen? It's, it's not just your elected officials they're not just saying hey let, let's who can we help let's go help the realtors it's the realtors up in their face saying listen you know who we are you know what we do we need help and the, and the legislature the legislators are listening okay 
you want to talk about mortgage forbearance, okay? Being able to miss payments and have them tacked on to the end of your mortgage. Who's going to make that happen? It's not just random people thinking up ideas. It's the realtor lobby in the legislator's face saying, do this. It will help. Trust me. Here's why. Okay? That's going to benefit everybody. And you non-realtor participants who have dropped out of the realtor organization are going to you're going to get benefit from that. And your clients are going to get benefit from that. And you know that. And I challenge you to do the right thing and come back to the realtor organization and support your professional lobby. And for those of you who made a decision to join a non-realtor firm, I do want you to consider, reconsider your professional choice. Okay, that that's just too... That's just two huge things that I've read about. And talk about eviction moratoriums. Okay, now you're going to have some other groups that are making this call, this case to help people that are in you know property management tenants, but realtors. Hey, we care about all housing. We care about all people. That's something we put up. Okay, let's help because we know it's going to help. The people. All right. Now, I also want to explain how I got into working in the... Well, obviously, I became a realtor when I joined. But now let's talk about more than just donating your dollars. It's donating your time. So I went a good long time without helping in any way. Okay, I'm guilty. I did join, but I was a backseat participant. Okay, I was more a member of the rising tide group. Okay, I'm, I'm in a boat. I'm in a realtor boat. Other people around me are doing good things. And my, my boat floated up because of that. Okay, not quite a coattails guy. But I joined. Well, about six, I don't know, six years ago. When I became a broker owner, my perspective changed. Okay, I needed, I had already worked with the people around me, but I needed to be involved. It was important as the owner of a firm, as a broker, to get my firm engaged, to be part of the solutions, to be part of the process. And so I started. Well, I did two things. I started volunteering for committees, and then I was asked to join a board. Okay? So the board, the board created a void. Somebody stepped off, or I don't know the exact circumstances. Maybe they moved or got sick, and there was a vacancy. And a former coworker of mine, thank you, Elaine Von Cannon, put my name into the hat for them to consider and I was asked to fill in an interim capacity and I did and I'm still on there today I've joined I've volunteered other committees and I've done so and the more I do it the more I like it and I encourage I was always encouraged but I didn't listen I encourage others 
who I think would do a good job to get involved on committees. So that was my journey, okay? I mentioned the membership in three levels. I talked about the, the national. You've got your state. Here we are a member of the Virginia State, uh, Virginia Association of Realtors, Virginia Realtors. They provide value to you. The, the first thing that comes to mind is the legal hotline. Goodness gracious, if nothing else, you're in real estate, you want an opinion, you don't have an attorney, your broker is not accessible, go on the Virginia legal hotline, type in your question, and you will get a phone call from an attorney and help walk you through the issue. Your broker will be copied on the email that you put in. Holy smokes. Guys, do we have legal questions? Yeah, like every week we have legal questions, okay? That's your Virginia Association of Realtors dues dollars at work for you. And they don't call back like in a week. They call back like in within an hour or two. They're really, I almost use a curse word. They are fantastic, okay? They are terrific. Now, it's not like a legal opinion. It's just guidance, okay? They will give you guidance and probably do some stuff like, well, it depends, okay? But it, it guides you. It, they're not going to represent you in court. That's not, it's just a legal guidance. How about the tech hotline? Do you ever have technology problems? Maybe your office doesn't have tech support. Call the tech hotline. What I mean, those two things right there, they, when you look at your dues and the value you get out of those two things, and that's just from your state level, people. Okay, now you start saying professional organization, lobby, and these two major benefits, okay? And, and I'm not going to go through the huge list of benefits provided, but I just wanted to hit you with what you get some of what you get. Now you're down to your local, okay? I'm here in Williamsburg, Virginia. We've got the Williamsburg Area Association of Realtors. I think in the state there's eh, 25, 30, the number might be 28 exactly. I'm not 100% positive. Um, oh, I want to back up to the state. Stats, okay? Virginia Association of Realtors has hired... An account, an accountant, an economist, and she is fantastic. She prepares monthly stats, local stats, so that you can see what's going on and share that with your prospective clients, okay? And right now, we're getting stats within stats. We're getting stats on the changes in business based on this pandemic going on. Can you not think of how valuable that is to your business? Okay, back to the, um, the local. So the Williamsburg Area Association, down the road, my primary, Virginia Peninsula Association of Realtors, serving, it's based in Hampton, but serving Newport News, York County, Hampton, Pocosin, Newport News. South side, you have the Hampton Roads Realtor Association, okay? 
head north a little bit. We're in the Middle Peninsula. We've got Chesapeake Bay and Rivers Association of Realtors. Going west, we've got our Richmond Area Association of Realtors. And then there's also a southern uh, one in um, Petersburg. I think it's called Su- Southern Southside Association of Realtors, I believe. And they they work in tandem with Richmond Area Association. Fredericksburg has an association. Um, we're also part of Northern Virginia Association of Realtors. So what what I would like to do is talk to you about what the, you join and what can you do beyond giving your dollars. Well, the, the committees do fantastic work. Okay, first of all, we all have, they all have a professional standards committee. And professional standards is, is what sets us apart. We have our code of ethics. Okay, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Now, some who aren't, Realtors will stand back and say, well, you just pay the dues and then you call yourself an elite, you know, like some sort of ethical elite and you still do smarmy things. There is probably some truth to that. Okay. However, in large part, you know, what we're doing is we are abiding by our code of ethics. We are taking education on a routine basis on our code of ethics and we are practicing our code of ethics. Hey, that's not right. We don't do that. You might want to refer to your code of ethics. Okay? So it does set us apart. Well, that that doesn't just happen. That pup that professional standards, it requires people to meet and work and get the things grinded out. You could join that committee if it's important to you. One of my favorite committees is public policy. Okay, public policy on a local level is so important and it's so enjoyable, especially if you like current events and you like to know how things work. You get to meet the local leaders, you get to hear them talk and you get to hear them speak about in, um, things that affect housing. You get to learn about major, major economic drivers locally, things like the shipyard, the airport, the ports, um, to name a few, school systems, etc. I'd like to tie the, na- the, the national and the local associations together for a minute. One thing that we have done locally is with the help of Susan Gaston, who is our legislative liaison, she has learned how to effectively tap into grant money from the National Association of Realtors and get that money into the local associations to provide housing studies. And she's been very effective at this, and the associations are working with her, and the communities that are participating are really absorbing the the data out of these local studies. They're fantastic studies that tap into the MLS and use data and provide very good information so that the local um, leaders, the supervisors and the mayors and whatnot can make really informed decisions. Great partnership. Very important. And guess who benefits from that? Everybody does. That's your public policy. 
Okay, there are times, there are forms. This kind of goes back mainly to the state level. There's forms going being made. Okay, forms are are instruments. Okay, if we're surgeons, we have scalpels and stuff like that. For carpenter, we've got a toolbox. These are our tools. These are our instruments, and they've got to be constantly updated. Oh boy, forms are always being updated, which creates administrative fun in the office. But you can't use a contract from three months ago, let alone three years ago. Things change. Times change. What are the most recent updates? We have already got COVID-19 addendum in our hands. We've got wire fraud updates in our hands. Okay. Anytime something major comes up, the forms committee is on it. And this does happen at the local level too. Not as much, but there are forms on the local level and those don't just happen. People work on those. Okay, you could be a part of that. MLS. Well, we talk about tools. MLS is our number one tool. Okay, in large part, MLSs are owned by the association. Okay, not always. Sometimes, in a rare case, they are real uh, broker owned. We are, I don't say fortunate because it, it creates a little bit of confusion, but we have both in our area. Very fascinating arrangement. Okay, you could be on the MLS committee. That's one that I serve on. Hey, we got to have fun too, right? Do you like to have fun? Well, guess what? The, the socials that we have, they don't just happen. Okay, people sit and meet and decide where to go and they got to get in touch and they got to make arrangements and they got to uh, market these events. So if you like to have fun and you like to see other people have fun, essentially be a party planner, get on the social committee. Okay, and you're doing this with your colleagues. How important is that? Okay. It helps so much when people doing transactions together know each other. Outreach. This is one of my favorites too. Outreach, realtors, we care. We do good things for people and we do it in a very focused way. If you like to help, if you like charity, realtors love to give. This is an important uh, committee option for you. Hey, we like to celebrate ourselves and our accomplishments. Some associations have awards. Well, guess what? Those award events, they don't happen like that. They take time, energy, and effort. If that's important to you, get on the committee and serve. Property management. Hey, that is a, that is a hot button field. And there's lots of considerations that go on. You, you may consider getting on the property management committee, okay, if there is one. And then I'm going to circle it back to our lobby before I close out. This has been a long podcast, but an important one. RPAC, that is our, that's the funding mechanism for our lobby to all the different levels of government, RPAC. Well, there's lots of stuff that goes on at RPAC, and we have to have a committee on that. We've got to drive the donations because guess what? All the donations are voluntary. You join the association, you choose 
further to give to RPAC. And we've got to trumpet that. If you believe in donating to RPAC, you may want to serve on the committee. Well, you know, look, I know there's some of you out there that you live, eat, and breathe. Uh, as, as one of my friends says, you bleed blue. Okay, that means she's a realtor at heart. But a lot of people just are so engulfed in their business, they've either forgotten these things or maybe they didn't know because they weren't given the chance to learn. I want you to know and trust your lobby. I want you to choose to be a realtor. And further than that, I'd love to see you get involved. Thanks for joining me on Mission Forge today. Please check out my Facebook group and become a member and join something positive because... Together, we will rise each other's tide, and all of our boats will float higher. And I wish you all the best. Stay safe, stay healthy, and go help somebody today. Thanks, Lynn Wayman, for that great tip. I appreciate it.